Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. You are now listening to Good, Bad, and Unavailable. If y'all aren't aware, my files kind of fucked up. So the audio, you'll probably hear a little bit of Kaya and then it's going to cut out and it's going to come back here. And you'll be like, is this the alternate universe, uh, Mandela effect or something like that? Whatever. It just happened. Um, it's Black Mirror. You, but nothing mattered. Like, nobody. Yo, Black Mirror was like, nigga, we not coming out with a new season because the world is literally too fucked up. Uh, they predicted too much shit. There was like, shit's too bad for us to make shit because... Oh, we're already depressed. So, so nah. let, me, let me throw out a question to y'all. <laughs> just talking randomly. If that's all right with y'all, I don't know if yeah. y'all watch. Mm-hmm. But watch what? I don't know if y'all watch Insecure or not. But okay. say, out of all of your friends, are you the Molly, or do you have a friend that's a Molly? Nah, my people Tyler for real, for real. Even when we like upset with each other, nigga, we not gonna be like. Bitch, I hope your event fails. Right. I don't know. I don't have any friends. Hopefully, I don't have any friends that would uh, allow me to fail for all my face. I would not be that person to let my friends fail. Especially if I knew it was that, you know, big Important. Right. That no matter how, you know, no matter what the beef is, like, it's not that big. It's not that big. Wait, did they really just raise her hand in the group? She did. <laughs> Dayana, you are Molly. You tap. Oh, oh, dang. Well, I'm just trying to understand why you raised your hand. I'm just I, wanted, like, wanted, I wanted to. I she, felt I remembered these to. tools and I didn't want to talk over anybody. Okay. So, so I was like, oh, I'm going to use the tools available to me. Damn. To wait my turn. Um, well, mm. appreciate you, girl. Go ahead. I would not say I am a Molly, especially not in the insecure situation, but I actually just went through a situation similar mm-hmm. to what Issa and Molly are going through. So it's been like a look at my past summer. Um, so, yes, I had to cut myself off from a Molly. 
Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was that. It was like you don't you don't need my help. I won't help you where you need me figure it out or fail, whatever. Oh, so she was that friend. Mm-hmm. Why do people do that though? Like they feel as though like you need them in uh, that situation. Uh, I mean, that comes from needing therapy. Wait a minute, first issues. and foremost, but it's a lack of self, like self worth and love, like all of that needing to feel more important or puffed up over someone is a direct reflection of things that you lack in yourself. Because mm-hmm. when you truly secure and just good with yourself, like, nigga, it really don't matter what niggas is doing out here. Like, you still doing you. Right. And you won't make it so, like, whatever you do is at the detriment of another friend. Yeah. Like, so do you think... Like, I changed? never... Hmm? Do you think, like, the older you get, like, you feel like the less you need your friends or, like, you want them to be there to help you through things. I, you always need your friends. You need them in different ways. Right, like, right. right now, oh, oh. I don't need my friends for any like career stuff because we are in completely different industries. One, two, like that's not what I need from them. I need emotional support right. at this moment. So I think it just evolves. Like, I remember being that friend where it's like, nigga, I ain't got it. Oh, I got you. But we've all, you know, grown from that space. And now it's holding space emotionally as we're growing and becoming parents and spouses and all that shit. Yeah. And not the jump, but the whole Kelly and, um, what's her name? Tiffany? Uh, yeah. yeah. Tiffany's situation. Like, I personally went through that. And I think we recovered great. It's just, you know, it's an adjustment period when, you know, (laughs) you're used to talking to your friend every single day and do everything with them. And then they get married and then they have kids and then things shift. And it's not as accessible as it used to be. And it just becomes more of an adjustment period. And you kind of learn to kind of tap in and do post checks and as opposed to, you know, talking every single day. So I think it's just a part of growing up and letting your relationships evolve efficiently. Yeah. So, I mean, do you feel like Issa, at least on the show, just, you know, not in every other aspect, but just on the show, that specific episode and the episode before, do you feel as though she is one to use her friends for, like, the things that she needs? Or do you think no. she's just adapting no. to So Because she, like, when she was homeless and shit, she could have easily asked Molly and she didn't. Like, yeah. Right. I right. think Molly she, called her a user, and that's definitely not the case. Uh, so I think they have horrible communication skills. That part. And the um, whole time, Issa's made a way for herself this entire time. She's made a way out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I don't, right. Without asking her for much. And she really just asked her for one very, very simple favor. Yeah. So, I mean. Right. I don't and, I don't buy that. And while shit. we're talking about the favor, I think Molly is just looking for a reason to be mad in all of this. Spoiler alert. So if you haven't seen it, oh shit, fast forward twenty <laughs> seconds, whatever. <laughs> um I think that Molly is blowing this whole thing out of proportion because you didn't say I don't want you to ask Andrew at all. 
mm-hmm. what you said was, I don't want to be involved in this and I don't want to be in the middle of this situation. So he was like, all right, bet I'll remove you as a factor. But I have other words. I have other roads to Andrew. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> Molly, you would not know Andrew if it was not for me. Also that. So I would say that Issa was friends with Andrew before Molly anyway. So she could have been like, hey, friend. Nigga, <laughs> I got this shit. You want in? That's it. Molly is low-key jealous of Issa. She's not doesn't Molly do that in all the Yeah. And it's yeah she, she fucks up every relationship. She wants to be in control. She wants to be the, the, the person, the person who has everything. And she can, you know... Either tell you about yourself or give you a few dollars if you need a little help, but she can at least say that she did it. Yeah. And now she's watching Issa in many ways mature and become, you know, her own person. And that was a huge event. She basically put on a little mini festival. Like, that's not a small feat at all. Mm-hmm. And that was a big realization that, mm-hmm. you know, she wasn't a slacker, that she has been pretty dedicated and she did everything she needed to do in order to execute this task. And not only did she do it, but she had a lot of people out and she got Ben Staples to come out. Mm-hmm. So, we- as a supportive friend, you should be there and just congratulate your sis and yeah. make sure that all your other friends and everybody else knows about this event so that they can be there as well mm-hmm. as opposed to wanting to pick a phone with her because you're mad because she talked to your boyfriend. Right. Like, and in every part of that day where she was looking, Molly was looking for something wrong, Andrew had to be like, but isn't this going well? Right. Aren't you having fun? Mm-hmm. But like, maybe she was busy, so that's why she couldn't talk to you. What you think this shit happens overnight? She called you. But do you think now that all that kicked off, that Andrew now is looking at her like, hey, um, probably a little bit now because slightly, but I don't get that. I mean, he might have like run away like completely, but I feel like it's like a flag. Like, let me just tuck that in the back. Right. But I also think Andrew, Andrew had that whole look like, I don't think I completely understand what's happening here. Exactly. And he almost felt bad. He was like, oh, wait, like, I thought I was doing something good. Like, I didn't mean to come between you two. Because mm-hmm. obviously they, Andrew and um, Molly are not talking very well either, because mm-hmm. I don't know how it's been what three four weeks since the time Issa asked Nathan for help to the time the the block party happened that Andrew didn't say oh by the way like I talked to Issa like I'm, I'm helping her out but also I think like why do I have to say that because if that's your best friend I'm just gonna assume she's gonna be like oh yeah man you know he did blah 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 thanks for solid whatever to me, it's just it's petty. It's just it, I don't really understand the the whole reason of why you would be mad. Like she's reaching, she needs a reason to be upset, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that this is not available to her the way she used to be. Issa has now. It's very evident that she executed this, so Issa's gonna have some stuff to do. She's gonna have a lot on her plate, and she's not gonna be like this quote unquote flunky and user as she likes to paint her out to be. And she's going to have, you know, some credentials behind her name. People are going to respect her in a different light. And I think she's not ready for that because she's always been the lawyer and the, you know, the more... The accomplished friend. The accomplished friend and associated with the more, you know, other accomplished friends and She's like toxic Maxine Shaw. Yes. Like if Maxine Shaw was not self-actualized enough to like own her shit, because even though Max would do some bullshit, she would still be like, nah, I was fucked up for that. 
Right. Um, Molly can't do that. She's not ready to do that yet. Yeah. It took her that long to just come and tell her daddy. Oh, okay. daddy, she's a child. Now, um, what what is her name? The the problematic uh girl from the show, the one outside of the show that's always saying Amanda Seals. Condola. Yeah. Oh, and Amanda Seals. I was about um, to say Condoleezza. Wow, <laughs> oh, y'all. All of y'all. Condoleezza, y'all. I almost called her condolences on Twitter, and I was just. Jeez. Uh, I need to leave that girl alone. Put some respect on Amanda Seals. You no, know, can we talk about Condola real quick? The real one. Yeah, on the show oh. before we move to Amanda Seals and her mess. Yeah. Because Condola says. What's she doing? You and Lawrence breaking up don't got shit to do with my event. He not involved. He ain't here. I don't know nothing. Go fuck him. Like, you you still dodging my text? I don't know shit about what's going on with you. <laughs> Condola, thought, Condola thought she was slick with that line, too. Oh, you, you haven't... Lawrence didn't tell you? Yeah. No, Lawrence didn't tell you that line was a, oh, I'm checking in to see if when Lawrence left me, he ran back to you. That's what that Lawrence mm-hmm. didn't tell you was. And he was like, no, why would why would I talk to Lawrence? That's now, mind you, <laughs> he was supposed to tell her in the last episode. So what, like three or four weeks happened since that episode, right? When he said he was going to tell her something, but then he walked off, I guess. So Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had that's to take a call because that's when she found out Schoolboy Q was pulling out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But do you think he was really going to be telling her that they broke up, or I don't think so. Just like Rocky, because I don't think he would have just kept that a secret. I think he was thinking about what Condola said about if he didn't break up with um, if he had cheated. cheated, she wouldn't break up, and I think he wanted to talk to her about that because mm-hmm. he had that like solemn emotional look on his face mm-hmm. I think he was trying to gauge what she would say with that but he was like nah gotta handle your business now wasn't Condola married before from what the show said they said yes. yeah was. she's recently divorced so you think she was just like she wasn't looking for something but then she actually fell for him but he was kind of just doing Lawrence that's why she broke up with him or they broke up or something like that I don't know. I don't think we saw enough of like their origin story for us to say like what she was looking for. But regardless of what where she came from, like there was a different way if Lawrence wanted to have that conversation about what they were to have it. If he wanted something more significant, because he came at her on the attack. Mm -hmm. The context I received, it just seemed like, or how I read it was, it seemed like he was more of a
So to me, it seemed more like she was kind of like competing in a sense to see. And once she realized that mm, I might not have the dog in this fight because his heart is still in it, she sort of washed her hands at it, got scared. Yeah, but so, what about the Amanda? What is her name on the show? It's Tiffany, right? Tiffany. So she got you feel like Tiffany's going through postpartum. I mean, obviously, she said she. What if I just leave my baby in the grocery store? Yeah, and she, she laughed about it. So I mean, she's going. You know, she's going through something. I don't know, but that might be a little, a little more than just baby blues. Yeah. No. Do you think that the kid is his? Who else would the kid be? Who does she have? Right. Right. Who else would the kid be? They've been alluding on the show that like he's not sure. What? Where? When? What? Like? Uh, what was when was that episode? It was like two or three episodes. Episode three. Episode three. What? What was it? Because I think was, I missed that. Yeah, the guys were all sitting in was it the living room or whatever they were sitting at, and he had mentioned it as if like, hey, I ain't too sure. Q, what did he say exactly? I can't really remember, but it was kind of it was kind of he kind of alluded it alluded to that, and then also when they all were over at the house and Lawrence was with him in, in baby's room, and he kind of made a comment to that effect too. <clears throat> I think I missed that. That was in. Did she have an affair? That was at episode three. Right, and who, with who? Right. When did she have an affair? Tiffany's always with Derek. But I mean, even after season two, like I'm just like looking online, they were saying that it's Tiffany cheating on Derek and Insecure because she said things even then in season two about it possibly not being his, you know, baby and stuff. Does that does that have quotes and instances? I, I'm going to get to those now. Uh, because the only thing outside of Derek and Tiffany's um, relationship that I've heard is that Derek might have cheated on Tiffany before with one of his friends. I know. Didn't they have some turbulence in their relationship last season or something right before they got pregnant? Uh-huh. Let me see. I will look this up for a second. Guess I should play like Jeopardy or something. But no. So we're not going to pretend like Tiffany might need therapy because she's, no, we already know she's going through. Uh, it's not Derek's baby. Maybe this is just like Twitter talking about it, but I know for a fact on that show, he's mentioned it at least like two or three times about, you know, not being too sure. Maybe I just need to replay it again though. So anyways, what else, what else happened on Insecure? Oh, is that Issa's like birth brother or is that just the guy that plays her brother on the show? No, that's not her real brother. That's not her real brother. Now, do you think that him and Kelly been, you know, previously they had like a fling or something going on? Because this is the first time I've ever noticed that he mentioned being bisexual. I always thought that he was just like straight out gay. When did he say he was bisexual? This ep- it wasn't this episode. It was the last episode. I th- I've always thought he was gay. Yeah, when did he say he was bi? Let me just say. He did. Um, yeah, I don't. Maybe the people on the internet don't understand culture because he definitely made mention to the fact that he's verse. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. on this episode. He did say that. Yeah, he said, what did he say? Whatever the... She said, she said we should find you some ass or, or something. Some what are you into? And I think yeah. it's player's choice or something. Yeah, like he said it's player's choice. I gotta get the exact line. Get it. Get it. Low-key thankful. That was what, last episode, right? Because this mm-hmm. one was... No, this was Loki over it. Yeah, Loki over it was five. So thank, thankful was thankful the thanks one before. Dang, I wish I could find these clips. Not working. That was a Thanksgiving episode, right? Mm-hmm. Loki mm-hmm. thankful was the yeah was, that was the Thanksgiving episode. And over it was the was last one was, was yeah before the block party. That was that, uh, episode four. Yeah. <clears throat> trying to fact check while live. Molly's just seeming like a hater. And who my friend is a hater? Yeah. I'm going to just have to fact check it and come back next week. So, one tweet that I did. What'd you say? I said, I just can't get behind letting your day one fail. Well, I mean... She honestly let everybody fail, though. Anybody who's not doing what she wants to do, she lets them fail. Like, even the guy that was at the law firm, her uh, co-worker, she was trying to become friends with, and he was just like, nah, like, we good. When he came to her again, it was just like, she was kind of more so cold than anything else. So. Sure. Who knows? Maybe Molly will get it together next episode or the next five. She won't. She's trash. No, she won't. I feel like they spent the whole episodes. What'd you say? I said I wouldn't call her trash. She's trash. <laughs> fuck, fuck Molly. She's trash. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kelly's like, well, I guess if that's how you I mean, yeah. everyone is entitled to their opinion. I just, I, I don't think she's trash. I think that she is being trash. Currently. Is currently. I think her, her characteristics currently are definitely playing some trash things and tendencies. But I think she has the ability to bring it around. I mean, hopefully, you know, in a good universe, maybe Andrew will be a positive, you know, mm-hmm. thing for her. Like maybe he will help put things in perspective and allow her to see things in a more macro instead of everything being extremely micro. And sometimes you need that because obviously she doesn't have that in anybody else because her other friends are a little tied up right now. Mm-hmm. Clearly. So I think that she has the ability to come around if she wants to. And I think because she is sort of isolating herself from a lot of people, it's going to become pretty lonely. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're anyway close to resolving this, but they I think they will. Yeah. Agreed. So we did our insecure recap. No news has really happened. So let's talk what's bothering us we can save dope and dope for next week i guess um who wants to go first on what's either bothering or blessing i get to pick day you first um so let's see um you know what's bothering me governor larry hogan i had such faith in you sir i don't you came out here strong, out the gate like a thoroughbred, and then you go ahead and be like, hmm, okay, we can open. Sir, who got to you? Who stepped mm-hmm. on your neck? 
what happened? Because you were out here leading the charge and shutting shit down and telling us to stay at home. It was one of the first governors to take everybody out the game. So I don't know what happened, but I hope you get it together and you get it back because this ain't it, sis. Yes, he is true. Like um, Ehrlich in Montgomery County said, the science does not support this. It doesn't at all. <laughs> it, it doesn't. <laughs> hey, I, I actually give kudos to to Muriel for keeping the city under this uh, stay at home order. I don't know. I just I'm actually comfortable just being in the house right now. I don't want to die. So if they tell us we got to go back to work, I'm hoping my job does what Kelly's job is saying, like. Some people can go in on like a floating or a rotational type of like schedule, but for the most part, stay at home. But I guess the government and the you know economy has to get back somehow. It does, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't mean you have to kill your your, your population. You doesn't have to kill. kill you know, it, you don't have to forcibly risk people's lives just to get just for the almighty butter and to get the goddamn economy going like we get it get it we get it that people are hurting we get it that people are hurting financially but is it worth risking their lives just to get us going again no no it's not at all and it's it's sad that we have one whole political party that is against science and honestly, you can say against against human life. Mm-hmm. Somebody on the internet said it only took a couple weeks to go from valuing unborn life to open these fucking salons. <laughs> right, and then and then like eighty seven thousand people have died so far, and that that and the joy that happened within a span of five weeks. We went from what ten thousand, eleven thousand to eighty seven thousand within five weeks. That should tell you something. So that should that should tell you something. I just got a question. I don't want to sound like completely ignorant about the situation, but did they purposely extend it to like June first and June eighth from I think what um what Mary uh Mario Bowser said? Did they do that to see what the death in the hospital rate would be after Memorial Day weekend? Hell yeah! I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's only it will only make sense. It will only make sense. You know that we have a major holiday coming, and the kickoff for the summer, and June first would have been you wouldn't be able to see those cases. And then she would have had to shut shut it all down again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. I, so why not keep it shut down right. and see where you are? And then if the numbers and the science is telling you, okay, we can start easing back, then ease back. I also saw something that said that um, there is, and this is completely unscientifically proven, but someone was saying that the idea to let people back outside in small quantities is because that um, 
since it's droplet based and it's on surfaces, if you're outside that has no surfaces, like if you're in parks and those sorts of things, because it's not airborne, well, they don't think that it's airborne, at least then people aren't in confined spaces as often. Like it's not like go back to your offices, but you could be outside and then maybe that will lessen the spread. That seems like bullshit to me. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, what that, basically what that is, is herd immunity. <clears throat> but I mean, you can create herd immunity, but yeah, you're going to see the death toll about 100, 125, 130,000 or, or more. It just doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. it's not the same as you can still go outside. Yes. Yeah, I go outside all the time. Yes. Yeah, so just, just like, just like you know, we were saying last night. <laughs> It's okay to go outside. It's okay to get your exercise in. Just don't go around people. Right. Wear, wear your damn mask. This is, this is knowing people. that people just don't under, know how to organize activities for themselves. Right. And you know, you're absolutely right on that. And I think about the time, I think about the times when I was in college, right? And like, we made our own fun. Like my roommates, like all of my friends that I graduated with, we were never bored because we... We were never bored because, you know, we made our own fun. Like we were, you know, things like that. This new generation, because because it, they're so like stuck on their phones or stuck on their PS4s or Xboxes, they don't know how to. They don't know how to. They, one, they don't know how to communicate. And two, they don't. Know how, they don't know how to make their own fun. So that's why they're like suffering because. I I don't have a game telling me what to do. My phone isn't telling me what to do. What the fuck do I do? Yeah. So I'm reading a tweet about this whole herd immunity thing after you had said it. And it's saying that we could potentially have 1,325,000 cases by the end of the summer if that's, I guess, if they let up to stage two. That's a lot of death. Yeah. I mean, stage two is is definitely coming. They've already said that they've been saying that from the beginning. I mean, we saw that China had a spike in cases when they let people back outside after going multiple days without cases. I mean, I think it's only there are people who are going to be asymptomatic or people who stayed home the entire time and haven't been exposed and then go outside and then catch it. So, um, I think it is what it is yeah well i know my building has said nothing about the pool being open they still said like amenities are closed and people are rioting they're like i'm not paying my amenity bill and they put notices on our door like the neighbors saying hey if i'm not paying you shouldn't have to pay either blah blah i'm like mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay my bills i agree i mean i think that if your pool isn't open and part of your uh bill is for a pool that's not open Run me my money back, sis. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But wouldn't they like say if you don't pay it now, you still have to pay it at the end, though, right? You can't really. Why like, would you pay it? Why would you pay it at the end if the amenity that I'm paying for is never available? Why would I pay for it? Yeah, but do you know like the actual fee, like how much your amenities cost, or do you just? Not I don't get amenities in my apartment. I don't live in one of them fancy places. <laughs> I was like, I mean, they closed the gym, the pool, the like, what do you call it? The business center and all that. I was like, oh, okay. I think it's worth saying. I mean, if the college students that were sent home, right, got refunded their money back for room and board, I feel like 
landlords are a little stingy, but I feel like you should be able to say, look, I'm paying my rent, but these things that you're charging me for, I don't have a, like, they're not available. I shouldn't be paying for a gym that I can't use. I shouldn't be paying for a pool that I can't use. They should be able to provide you a copy of your lease and that fee should be in there somewhere. Yeah. And you should be able to ask them to prorate your amount every month to mm-hmm. at least be able to deduct that that fee from, you know, your total. Right. If if all of these car insurance places can say, oh, we realize people aren't driving to work and there are less cars on the road because y'all ain't outside. So we're giving you back a percentage of your insurance premium. Then I feel like facilities should do that, too. Yeah. Goals Gym and Planet Fitness and all of those places aren't charging people because their facilities are closed. That's true. Q, did you do your what's bothering you yet? Um, no, I didn't. Okay, so first thing that's bothering me is the stand migraine that I have for right now. Um, but most importantly, was what's bothering me um, is I'm going to go back to the conversation that we had that we had yesterday or mm-hmm. on the show. What are we going to do about like when it's time to for kids to go back to school? Um, we're already having this debate now. I mean, you know, some schools, some school districts are having this debate. Um, some, ed, you know, educators like me are like trying to get the debate started. Um, but we need to have a plan because uh, August and September are going to be here faster than you know it. Like since every day basically is running into each other. It's not a, it's not Monday or Friday. It's a day that ends with Y at this point. But what are we going to do when school go, when school comes back? We already know there's going to be um, some some form of distance learning, um, but what what if we have to go back in the classroom? You know, what do they say? Students must return to must return to the building. What is that going to look like? We, we already know that we already know that the students have missed three straight months of instruction. Mm-hmm. How are we going to fix those gaps? Because those gaps are going to definitely be there even for the smartest student, because you're not getting, even though like distance learning has is, is been okay, but you also have to remember the students that can't access the learning because they don't have the materials, the technology, the Wi-Fi, et cetera, to get the information. So basically they have not been learning aside from the little things that they watch on the idiot, on the idiot box or on DumbTube. They have not had like instruction in three. In, at this point, when we come back in August and September, no. it's going to be six months. So wh- how are we going to how are we going to address those gaps? That's really what's bothering me right now, because educate America is already stupid as it is, and we're about to become even dumber <laughs> if we don't address this. I'm so dumb too. Yeah. I've learned quite a bit. You know, from the from the tube. I mean, no, I, I mean, I use YouTube. I, I'm, don't get me wrong. YouTube is a, is an incredible platform that you can learn a lot from. Like I use YouTube just about every day with my with my class, the ones that log in to Zoom for class. But there's a lot of stupid shit and a lot of stupid people, and on, on it, but, you know, like amazing. You know, like I said. What are we going to do to address the gaps when these kids come back to us in August, September? 
or when we go back in the classroom in January, February, or even March of next year, like have a full class without social distancing, <laughs> um, how are we going to correct this? How are we going to fix this? And how are we going to serve our kids? You know more than I do, because I mean, I, I I do, but I, right now I don't have the answers. Because I, I mean, I just look at you know I look at this from the perspective of an edu- as an educator, and I also look at, I also look at this from the perspective of a parent of school age children, and I see what like I'm doing the best I can, even with my own kids. Um, like I now basically they do their they do schoolwork two to three days a week because I just think five days and is just like overkill mm-hmm. like because I mean, I'm working like I'm working I'm, I'm doing I'm, you know I'm doing my work from home I'm teaching and then I'll have to turn around and teach them too so like the fatigue is there fatigue is there um, but again what do we do when we when when school reopens well, I mean, whether it's this is the distance learning or in class or in or classroom base, what are we going to do? It's, I guess it's one of those like you see it when you get there type of things. Because I mean, obviously, none of us would know, and none of us have the answers. And clearly, the government and these corporations don't either. So, I mean, we're just all up in arms. I mean, people still haven't gotten their fucking stimulus checks. So, you're right, and it, I mean, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And then with this second round of stimulus that's coming, yes, I wish it, it needs to be two thousand a month. I'll take an additional twelve hundred, but it needs to be two thousand a month. Like let's just get this shit right. Did they say anything about a second stimulus? I've never heard. Yes, that. the it, Democrats he, are are pushing for it, but this is my issue, and I the, get it. I, I get it. I understand why people need it. But my concern is that the more money that they print, the more that we are going to have to recover when this is over. Like we are going into a significant um, inflation and depression period, which is going to be much different from 2028. 2008, 2008, (laughs) you know, where it was just, it was an actual like depression period and a recession, but this one is going to look a little different because I feel like our classes are split more where like some people are going to be okay with where they are. And then there are going to be some people that are significantly struggling. Like, I think it says something that if we go into this recession period, this will be the first time and the biggest chance for our age group to buy a house. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Like we probably wouldn't actually be able to confidently go into home ownership unless the entire country tanks. Well, we're already there. We're already there. We're already. I mean, we're like, there, but we're definitely on our way. Like it's going to get much worse than where it is. Like, oh, oh, oh. And, and that, and and that is definitely definitely true, um, but I offer this: the way you come out of the recession is for the government to spend. And right now, the government needs to spend. We'll let's worry about the deficit later. We may not have a country to to have a deficit with if if this continues. So right now, spend 
but people need jobs to spend and money to spend and more than that's why harder that people are going to hold on to their money and i'm saying because the government keeps doing this like bailouts and these stimulus checks the money is not just come it's not coming from a secret bank that they have like they're printing money to give us Mm -hmm. which is inflating the cost of things in the in i think they said that this is the first year that grocery prices have gone up um, significantly and groceries are more expensive than they were in like the 1940s or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's going up. Wegmans already announced that their costs are going up on groceries. Like a lot of that. And, and, I mean, yeah. And, and a lot of it is, is a supply chain issues too, which is not, just can't put like, it's so much demand and there's not enough supply. Cause I know a lot of, I mean, there's for Lysol, but I think like meat and chicken is the same, but the demand for that is definitely about to go up. And that supply chain is definitely about to break down because we're seeing all of these, um, Tyson's and everybody else, you know, because they've stayed operable and their people have now contracted COVID that they're having to shut down or go into half mass. Like we're not going to have the Costco has put down a, don't even start it with this meat you have a three meat limit when you go to costco mm-hmm. now people going in there grocery stores, you can only buy one pack of chicken mm. which i appreciate because i don't need people stress stockpiling oh no people when i'm just trying to make taco. deep freezers i've seen at least in our little like package area mm-hmm. people have bought maybe like three or four that i've seen so far this week just get it's not a bad idea. I did look into trying to get a deep freezer. I just had no idea where I would put it in my apartment. And they were cheap. I think I saw one on Amazon. It was like two nineteen, but it was one of those like huge, like industrial ones. But it had the like the two flapping doors. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good price two nineteen for like an actual deep freezer. Because y'all seen my freezer is not as big as it should be. So. Anyway, I mean, neither is mine. It's overflowing right now. <laughs> I barely shut the door. What about you, Kelly? What's bothering you? Or blessing you? Um, I don't really know what's bothering me. I don't have, I don't have anything that's like honestly irritating me that much to um and if it is, it's not it's not that serious if I can't think of it right now. I don't know. I'm, I'm blessed to be able to have seen my mom this past weekend because I had not seen her for a while. So it was it was cute to be able to kind of surprise her and, and hang out with her on Sunday. We went to the plaid turnip, which sounds super country, but it was delicious. The food was good, y'all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I'm blessed. I, I was able to be around my best friends and hang out with them because we had a um, had to go to a funeral, unfortunately. Mm. But um, I got a chance to see, you know, my besties and her daughters and just a chance to see, you know, my extended family. And I was, it was good. I needed that for a second because I've been pretty much in the house for nine weeks. Like, I have not really come out. I do not come out. I am the person who will 100% make multiple shift orders and door dash orders before you will see me get in my car and go anywhere. So, because you've been yeah. in the house longer than all of us, because you would have. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't leave. I do not go anywhere. But I mean, I don't really have you know axe to grind. You know, not much. You know, 
probably probably if I had to, you know, be annoyed with anybody, it would probably be just my shit dropper sometimes. Cause, you know, I wish that all of them were as communicative as that one shopper I had with Harris Teeter that day. Like we had a nice little conversation via text. And it was nice. <laughs> No, it was just the fact that, you know, he, he was just very attentive. He, he made sure that I knew exactly what we did not have, what they did not have, and what they did have, and took pictures of substitutes, so I was good with it. And he already knew off bat to get the cheap one and not ask me, do I want the organic one or, you know, the more expensive version? No, I'm, I'm making a cake. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. But yeah, like, you know, that's just it. Like, that's all. But I don't, you know, I'm blessed. That's all. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm healthy. And I, I pray that I continue to stay that way and everybody associated with me as well. I feel the same. That's how I want to leave the show on a positive note. Let's wait. Let's, it's, it's, she must be asleep. What's <laughs> my oh, she <laughs> I'm tired. She was tired. Do you, do you want to lead us in prayer for the end of the show? No. No. <laughs> Wait. Prayer. <laughs> do, do you have anything you want to say to end the show? I'm going to let you end the show for us, Wes. I want to end the show. At least not in that way. Like, what do you want me to say that's bothering me? I feel like I went on my rant already. Yes, we gave you a whole episode. 33 minutes. Even before that, or this past, earlier in this episode, I talked about how y'all niggas is dumb about not protecting yourself against this virus. So I'm not going to go back there, but I've said what I needed to say. Well, give us something positive. Nigga, I'm done with grad school for this year, i.e. two weeks. I gotta get the stamps. Got A on my paper. I don't know. That's pretty much it. Ain't shit going on. We not outside, so. <laughs> Since we're out here grinding, finishing yeah. years grass school. Yeah, I've yeah, been working full time. Working full time and going to school basically full time because my school didn't stop and say like, "Oh, here's." They were like, "Nigga, we already online," so I don't understand what's wrong. Um, so yes, um, I think all of that is finally catching up to me. Well, you just need to get as much rest as you possibly can. Yeah, because I definitely got to go to work tomorrow night and maybe floating instead of COVID units now, so. So, wait, one thing I did want to ask you from the last episode, did you ever get to go back home and get your Badu candles before the battle last week? I did not, and I was at work, so it didn't even matter because I had to work that night. And do you have to work this weekend, too? I have to work Friday night. Okay. So, early predictions before we go. This is how we'll end the show. Who will win this battle on Saturday? Ludacris or Nelly? This is a horrible matchup, first of all. It is. <laughs> so, are we talking about them with their groups or them solo? Solo. Hmm. I got nothing. <laughs> it's like they don't even feel equal, but I don't. Yeah, they don't. Who that Chris? I mean, who that against who? Nelly. Nelly. I don't know. Like, probably more ludicrous songs than Nelly songs. Yeah. But then again, 
don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I have. I got nothing. Well, Ludacris got pussy popping, and uh, Nelly got tip drill. So, but Luda also has um, fantasy. Go to bowls, splash waterfalls. Right. Um, Luda actually made music about like having a woman enjoy her sexual time with you. So he made a whole album about that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm going to say Ludacris is going to win. I just I feel like he has more like notes from Erica and Jill, and don't be like Pet, uh, Teddy and Babyface. Please don't. Yes. I think. After this battle, they can take a break for like two weeks because they failed with the whole three six mafia and uh, who was that? That was uh, Bone Thugs of Harmony. So they completely botched that. But this one hopefully will be good. And then after that, take a break. So, anyways, we are up out of here this week. Let them know where they can find you on social media. Kelly, sorry. Um, you can find me on all the socials at I am Kelly Elise. That is I A M K E L L I A L Y S E. Um, yeah, hit me up. I'm for it. So, you know, say hello at least or not. Oh, you hey. can find me. Oh, wow. <laughs> What just happened to you? <laughs> I don't even know. Like on her. They ought to saw herself in a mirror at a moment. So, so me. All right. Uh, no? Yes, you. Okay. Got me. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at one too many frogs. That's O and E, the number two many frogs. Shout out to everybody who followed me after I posted that semi-thirst trap. I hope that you don't get used to that. Wait, what? Don't worry about it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Just, All right. It's hot nerd shit over here, so don't hot get excited. Shit. Somebody is spotlighted to make her exit. Um, I still don't want her to find me, so... <laughs> Yeah. I'm out here though. She's indeed out here. <clears throat> uh wow, spotlights on me. That's great. Um you can find me on Twitter at QDZ906 and on that god awful platform called Instagram at your child's teacher nineteen oh six. You could leave, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. It's still got awful, but okay. <laughs> and you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every single platform. Uh, buy some merch while you're at it. It's 33% off for the next nine days. So spend the last of your stimulus check on us. So until, <laughs> until next week, we'll see you. Good job.